Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, Pastor. This is Pastor Ryan Moore, and this is episode number 18. Episode number 18. God bless you. I uh, hope you've been blessed by these messages, uh, the devotionals this past week, um, how to do a quiet time, uh, our daily meditation. Um, so yeah, just let us know how you've been blessed by it. Uh, that'd be that'd be good to know. Hey, I just want to um, once again thank you for your support. Thank you for being part of the podcast pastor episode. And um, once again, get the word out there. Love it, like it, share it. Uh, add it to your platforms, your social media platforms. Really appreciate that uh, as we get the word out about the podcast pastor. Um, hey, today I'm gonna do something a little different. Um, and I want to just talk about a topic and this topic just kind of, um, really got into my heart. This was last Friday. Um, every week I try to listen to a podcast that just encourages me, uh, gives me a lot of strength. Um, just, just it, 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 I would say it, um, it fuels my soul and it's oxygen to my soul. Um, two podcasts stand out that I listen to at least once a week, and uh, and that is uh, Ray Lewis, Everyday Greatness, and Dr. Anita Phillips, In the Light. And so Dr. Anita Phillips, uh, who is a therapist, Christian therapist, and um, she actually spoke about what they call spiritual bypassing. So I had to do my research on it um, and, and just... And, and, and I'm processing this as well. I'm, I'm going to be processing this as well. I want you to know it's just not I'm just giving you messages and saying this is what y'all need to work on. No, I'm processing this stuff myself. <laughs> OK. Um, and so let me break down what spiritual bypassing is. Right. Um, spiritual bypassing is a way of hiding behind spirituality or spiritual practices. Uh oh, <laughs> It prevents people from acknowledging what they are feeling and distances them from both themselves and others. So some examples of spiritual bypassing include avoiding feelings of anger, believing in your own spiritual superiority as a way to hide from insecurities, believing that traumatic events must serve as learning experiences or that there's a silver lining behind every negative experience. Believing that spiritual practices such as meditation or prayer are always positive. Focusing only on spirituality and ignoring the present. Or only focusing on the positive or being overly optimistic. And so spiritual bypassing can sometimes be difficult to spot because it's often very subtle. And you know what? We all do it. it it's not just a Christian thing, right? This is... Everyone, everyone does this. Doesn't matter what your religion is or your spirituality or faith. Let me give you some examples, right? Following the death of a loved one, people tell surviving relatives that the deceased is in a better place <laughs> and that it was all part of God's plan. Now, the deceased may be in a better place, but you're not in a better place. You're still hurt, right? Spiritual bypassing. We, we spiritualize something and, and it's it's to what? Avoid the feelings, avoid the pain, right? Check this out. I've, I've had that happen to me, right? 
and, and, and you know what? I would say this. The, the people who said that to me, their intent, I could say, was definitely good. They, they wanted to make me feel better. They wanted to give me hope. They wanted to not see me, you know, have, have you know, grief and, and, and sadness. And so, but it, it, it was more, it did more harm than good. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, uh, here's another example. You are dealing with anxiety and someone then quotes, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And I love these verses of scripture. They're great. But can you sit with me in my anxiety? Can you walk this thing through with me? Can you listen to me? Can you have just some form of empathy that I'm going through what I'm going through? Hey, you know, another thing is this. Like I said, we all do this. It's not just christians right but as we look at racial reconciliation and as we have gone through a lot of racial tension in the last you know five years not that you know we just started racial tension in the last five years <laughs> but over the last 18 19 months we've it, it has been more in the forefront because we were in quarantine quarantined and we, we saw the George Floyd incident, and this brought about a whole lot of things to the surface. But people will say this, and we've I've heard this before. When it comes to racial and or ethnic tensions, I don't see color, right? People say, I don't see color. That, that's one thing. We say all lives matter, right? Or we say we're all one human race. Now, we live in a world where we are not treated as one human race, or do we have the same one access to safety, healthcare, housing, food, education, and other basic human needs that matter for all lives? So denying color not only invalidates experiences and tells tell people you don't see them, but it also permits avoidance of responsibility of doing your part to create the conditions that are equal and beneficial for everyone. So it's, it's a very hurting thing when we say that. And, and, and I would just say this, for Christians to say, I don't see color, is really to say, I don't see the Imago Dei of God in you, right? Because uh, we didn't have a choice in our ethnicity or our color, right? We are what we are because that's how God made us, if you want to be theologically right, okay? <laughs> if you say things, and if you say these things, you might be engaging in spiritual bypassing, right? Another one, everything happens for a reason, right? You create your own happiness. These are things that people say. So spiritual bypassing acts as a form of defense mechanism. It protects us from things that seem too painful to deal with, but this protection comes at a cost. Ignoring or avoiding the issue can make stress worse in the long term and make the problem more difficult to solve later on. And so spiritual bypassing can have a, a number of negative effects. It can affect individual well-being as well as relationships with others. Some of the potential negative consequences include anxiety, blind allegiance to leaders, control problems, disregard for personal responsibility, feelings of shame, spiritual narcissism, codependency. We're going to talk about codependency in a minute here. Codependency is when one person is in a relationship seek self-worth and validation by prioritizing the needs and caretaking of their partner. Many people in these dynamics have poor boundaries 
the desire to control their partner's behavior or actions, anxiety, low self-worth, fear of abandonment, and struggles with intimacy. It is common for codependent people to have early childhood attachment wounds. These behaviors are an attempt to heal from childhood traumas. And so the strategies you employed to survive as an adolescent are valid, but they may not be what you need to heal. So signs you may be codependent, right? Once again, codependent is when one person in a relationship seeks self-worth and validation by prioritizing the needs and caretaking of their partner. Signs you may be codependent. You tend to love people that you can pity and rescue. You feel responsible for the action of others. You do more than your share in the relationship to keep the peace. You are afraid of being abandoned or alone. You feel responsible for your partner's happiness. You need approval from others to gain your own self-worth. You have difficulty making decisions and often doubt yourself. You're reluctant to trust others. And, and, and you know, we can all kind of at times have floated into a codependent relationship, which is not healthy, right? So, so I, I don't want us to just be like, oh, I mean, I had a lot of those. If, I had, if you had a lot of those signs, maybe you need to, to investigate and do some research and look in, in, inside, see what's going on and get healing from it. But at times we may have also been in, in that relationship and, and for whatever reason, um, we, 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 we swam in that ocean of, of being codependent, right? For whatever time and season of, of our life that we um, maybe uh, didn't want to be alone and abandoned, so we were in a, a codependent relationship, right? But there's a difference between a codependent relationship and an interdependent relationship, right? Interdependence is about moving away from needing one another to generally choosing one another every day. So interdependence values the emotional intimacy you share with others while also maintaining a firm sense of self. This allows more space to be vulnerable and honest about your desires, your boundaries, and needs as they shift over time. And so in codependent relationships, there's a reliance on one partner needing the other, which creates a sense of stagnancy, right? Interdependent relationships, on the other hand, allow room for growth and change without feeling threatened, right? And so, you know, we, like I said, we may have dabbled into both, but let me give you a few key values of interdependent relationships might be active listening. Active listening is very important. For most part, we have trouble listening to each other in, in our world today, but active listening is me being quiet, hearing what you said, and then actually asking you, did you mean this when you said, that means I was listening. One, one way that you know someone has listened to you is when you finish talking, they don't say a word. There's a pause or a silence, radio silence for a while, and then they comment. It means I was listening. It's a good indi indication of you were listening. Instead of, well, you know what, you, you maybe you wasn't listening. <laughs> Healthy boundaries, interdependent relationships might be a sign, a good sign. Healthy boundaries, time for personal interests, right? Time for personal interest. You like something, maybe the other person does not like it, but they're like, have fun. <laughs> Do you, right? Personal interest, clear communication, taking personal responsibility for behaviors and emotions, creating safety for one another to be vulnerable. Like it's okay to be vulnerable and you'll get, you can have that space interdependent, engaging and responding to one another. Sometimes that could be 
a very difficult thing you have to engage and respond to one another. But it's once again saying we're choosing each other each and every day. And, and this is not just love relationships. Let's make it clear. It could be any type of relationship. Um, and not keeping parts of yourself hidden to please people. We'll put it that way. Right? So once again, codependency versus interdependency. We want to have more relationships where we choose the other person each and every day and interdependence values the emotional intimacy we share with others while we're maintaining a firm sense of self, right? And like I said, you know, search your own heart. Look at maybe past relationships that you were in. Um, they don't necessarily all have to be love relationships, but look at those relationships and see what spurred that, right? And, and another thing is this, um, have I, ha, have I seen myself in, in, in a more codependent relational, uh, process than uh, interdependent? Like what, what's a percentage you would even say as you kind of do some introspection in your life, right? And I say this all gracefully. I say, I say this, that we grow, you know, I think it was, you know, when, when things like this are, are, are presented and it's maybe new we want to you know that that may be a sign of spiritual bypassing whoa, whoa, whoa defense mechanism hey, ain't nothing wrong with me i'm gonna quote a scripture right now <laughs> jesus loves me i'm not saying jesus doesn't i'm just saying that we tend to have some flaws and some wounds and some unhealthiness in our lives that we all need to look at to grow So how do we handle spiritual bypassing without more harm? I want to give you some tips. How do we handle spiritual bypassing without harm? Number one, consider whether you're, you've been the recipient or perpetrator of spiritual bypassing. Very important. Most of us have participated in both, right? And that's why we most likely have been in codependent relationships and interdependent relationships, <laughs> right? So you can examine your role in dueling out and also what it was like to be on the receiving end. Also really take a look at how you've bypassed your own emotions and experiences. So consider whether you've been the recipient or the perpetrator of spiritual bypassing. Number two, understand intention versus impact. You can read every example, right, of, of, of what I've, I've talked about. And you can you can look at every example I've given and see how anyone who says these things likely means well and even wants to be helpful. Yet we we also can see the impact that can still be hurtful or shaming or causing further issues, right? Meaning when I when I gave the example of um I don't see color, all lives matter, we are all one human race, and and when it comes to you know ethnic and racial tensions. Um, yeah, that's true. But we also know that the real fact is because of the fact that certain ethnic groups and certain demographical groups in our world don't have access to safety, healthcare, housing, food, and education. 
which are basic human needs that matter for all lives, it can bring about hurt and do more damage than good, right? So, you know, another example, hey, my, my loved one passed away. Oh, they're in a better place. Yeah, that, that, they are in a better place. I'm still hurting. How do I grieve this, right? Understand intention versus impact. You may want to say these things that you really are meaning well, but the impact could be hurtful. Three, have compassion with your spiritual bypassing. Ah, give yourself a lot of G-R-A-C-E, grace. Be present and compassionate with the parts of you that you may have bypassed and understand their intentions, right? Bring them to the light. You can get healed in the light, right? That's what, that's similar to what Dr. Anita Phillips would say. <laughs> Love it, right? But there's healing when we bring it to the light, right? We, we, we don't do well in the darkness, right? We hide in the darkness. And we, get, we can't get no healing. We stay in bondage in the dark, right? So when you can do this for yourself, you'll be more able to have compassion for other people's tendencies on your way out. And in your way of healing path, you can bring some people with you. God bless you. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but you know what? We got to get through it. <laughs> yes, sir. Gotta get through it. So the bottom line is this. I said this to a good buddy of mine the other day, and I'm gonna close out. I says, things that I've been going through in my life, I've leaned into it. Because leaning into it refines me. It sharpens me. It gets me to be more in the image of Christ. Now, does it hurt? Oh, boy, does it? Is there another way, God? <laughs> but on the other side, oh, oh, the other side is a whole lot of grace. And there's the things that we were hurting from that become redeemable to the master. Only he can do it. He's the one, as the songwriter said, turns graves into gardens. I'm done. <laughs> God bless you. Be encouraged. And let's stay focused on the Lord. <laughs>